This podcast contains discussions about mental health and may contain discussions about suicide and self-harm. If you or somebody that you know is experiencing distress or is in immediate danger, dial triple O or call Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Also, if you believe that someone you love is experiencing a mental health issue, please encourage them to go and talk to their GP as soon as possible. Thanks very much for listening. Oh, hello, folks. Welcome to episode 31 of um, How You Going, Mate? Adam's my name, and uh, my guest in this episode is my... Me again. ...frequent collaborator, my life partner. Oh, my goodness. My best friend. <laughs> and my uh, frequent contributor to the How You Going, Mate? Facebook and Instagram social media pages uh, is Barbie. Hello, Barbie. How you going, mate? Hello. I'm well, thank you. That's good. Now, if <laughs> you can, if you listen closely, you can hear Barbie's teeth chattering. It's um, it's pretty cool. I'm the, freezing in the house of mate here tonight. <laughs> you could have put the heater on, but I know uh, we're trying to save uh, money. <laughs> <laughs> we have to start burning uh, fence palings soon. Um, now, of course, a couple of months back uh, in uh, early April, when we started this, it was like summer, and now it's freezing. <laughs> Um, we're nearly at winter time now. Uh, a couple of months back, we did a, an episode of the show called "Let's Just All Stay Inside," shall we? And um, Barbie and I were thinking about this. And over the last couple of weeks here in New South Wales, we've seen um, lockdown laws uh, and start to uh, start yeah. to, well, the restrictions start to relax. And so we thought we might do an episode called "Let's Just All Leave the House Now," shall we? <laughs> Not all of us at once. <laughs> but equally, um, equally, I guess, exploring what the last couple of months has been like for us. And, and, and as a family, we've faced some particular challenges, and I'm sure that a lot of other people have faced very similar challenges. And I guess we just wanted to have a little bit of a look at, well, what that looked like and how people were managing with that and, and give you some of our experiences with this. But also um, recognising that there's just a whole range of things that are have been happening and will be happening over the next couple of months that are actually going to... Well, I heard an th- expression to the other day. Um, it's not about... That, that That expression of new normal is not actually applicable because there is no such thing as normal and you can't have a new normal. It's about before and after and I think this is one of those situations where it's very much before and after. I just wrote new normal on it. On a post on the, <laughs> and you've just told me that it's wrong. Okay then, <laughs> we can edit them. Hardly anyone's seen it at the moment. It's late at night, <laughs> but um, but before and after, and I guess very much. I think many of our lives will be um, punctuated by this point in history. There will be a before. There's things that we're doing now that we didn't do before coronavirus. You mm. know, like I, like washing our hands. <laughs> 
I hardly ever wash my hands beforehand. If you've shaken hands with me in the last oh, however many on. years, geez, you've you've run the risk of catching all sorts of diseases. Um, oh, I don't. Well, well, taking hand sanitizer out with me every time I go out. Mm. I never used to do that before, and now it's part of my part of my little kit as I walk out the door. But um, I guess for those of you that are perhaps not in New South Wales or experiencing different things in different states or maybe overseas, um, we're looking uh, now. Um, we've had reasonably strict lockdown laws. Um, lots of businesses closed. We've had some people we know personally, as we've said a few times on the on the catch up versions of these podcasts, um, that have had um, their businesses greatly affected. Um, I take great um, joy in seeing that a few of those people are now starting to get back into the swing of things and are able to do what they do, and hopefully more and more of that starts to happen. Um, But also we've seen, again, like I said, our own challenges with this. So we've seen ourselves have to deal with some stuff. Um, and, And I guess also, as we said, the before and after of this, well, the before of this was our lives looked a certain way, and now... Very much a different situation, a different scenario, and the way we we live our lives moving forward is just going to be very different because Corona is not going to go away, mm. and potentially for the next couple of years, um, it's going to be a real challenge until we find some sort of a vaccine and develop what they call the herd immunity. Um, but looking at what we've done, and, I, and we spoke about this off air, and I want to explore a couple of things with you. Um, one of the big challenges, and I think one of the major things that have come out of this is, of course, a massive spike in unemployment. Mm-hmm. We've seen the Prime Minister uh, a couple of weeks ago, when a couple, probably a week or so ago, when we talked about, he was talking about unemployment, and he's called it one of the darkest days in Australia's history. I think it was 800,000 jobless, or 800,000 had lost their jobs. Um, there's a, a an estimate that. Um, in the next sort of 12 to maybe 18 months, we'll see a 50% rise in the suicide rate. Because the economic impact is uh, rather large for yeah. everyone across Australia and across the world um, for various reasons. But then, as you say, then that economic impact then leads on to a mental health crisis in a lot of cases. Financial hardship is... Um and I think I've used this, I've quoted this stat in one of the podcasts. You're two times more likely to, you know, take your life if you're experiencing a mental health issue, um, if you are experiencing financial hardship as part of that. Um, so it's an incredible issue. But getting back to the employment stuff, now we've touched on a, a little bit around, in I think in some of the stuff that we've done around your situation. And just to recap, do you want to do that? Do you want to tell... Oh, yes. I uh, chose to take a redundancy from my employer after many, 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 many moons, <laughs> years, um, at the, towards the end of last year. And, and you and I had discussed at the time when I was choosing what should I, you know, would, do I stay or do I go? Uh, we, we were saying, okay, well, yep, that should take us through till around about March. And come March, you know, that's when you can should be starting to look for a job again and going into it. Little did we know at that time when we made that decision back in September last year that... wasn't even on the radar. ...that in March we were going to have a a major global pandemic and everybody be sent home and, and don't leave your house. So, which then, as we're talking about the economic... Mm. Um, 
ramifications where employers would just well we're not we're freezing all of our we're stopping all of our recruitment and we're not mm. doing we're not looking for people until we can figure out what's going on until we can figure out if we're going to be here yeah that's right and then there's there's actually you know so many more people that are all of a sudden lost their jobs and and everything so i was i was planning to start looking for work at a time when when you know how many people lost their jobs at that? Eight hundred. Oh, I don't know about that time, but now eight hundred thousand people. Yeah. So mm. I was I was looking at the fact of going, oh wow, <laughs> what am I going to do now? But uh, I don't know whether it was it was divine timing or or what happened. But then obviously with the kids being home from school, mm. then I had to become the school teacher as well. So mm. um, that worked out in our, in my favor in that respect but at the same time the you know the money's not coming in the door and something that I th- I think we've mentioned before you know there's there's families where where the both parents both both people in the household have lost their jobs mm. um if they if they've both been working in the hospitality industry or or in the uh, tourism mm. industry you know they're all sitting and waiting to see what's going to happen next for them and at the same time needing to pay bills and needing to, you know, put food on the table and all of those things. So I think um, although we can see that there's been a certain amount of of benefits coming from the fact that we've been able to stay home for the last, how long has it been now, two months? Two months, yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of benefits around that. For a lot of people, and we'll, we'll explore those as well. But I think we need to really acknowledge that there's a lot of families out there that are really doing it tough and struggling, and maybe still not knowing now, two months down the track, what lies ahead for them. What, um, to stay with you for a moment, and I know the answers to this. It always feels really weird when I talk to you, so I know the answers to these questions, but the people don't. And I think it's worth exploring this because I think it's worth sharing. Um, the, as you said, and I guess to, to add a little bit to what you're saying about it always accepting. worries me when he wants to share my. Well, no, no, this things. is this is, this is <laughs> there's a whole bunch, I'm, I'm whole range sure. of things I could share I'm about not you. Not sure what avenue he's <laughs> going to walk down all right now. The, I'm going to walk down a very very serious avenue. Okay, um, not going to tell him about any of the weird habits that you have. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> you know the ones. Um, but um, the, I guess it's worth noting that when we when we look, when we had that discussion back in sort of September, October last year about you taking the redundancy, part of that discussion was around your mental health. Mm-hmm. At the time you were working in a, a position and you were quite stressed and and it afforded you the opportunity to take some time to stop and to get yourself hmm. back into some sort of equilibrium, some sort of you know homeostasis, some balance um, to maybe repair a little bit, some spend some time at home to do the thing that you really would love to be able to do, which is to be at home and be a mum and do those sorts of things. Um, and as you said, I mean, coronavirus wasn't even on the hmm. horizon at that point. Yes. It was probably a good two months before it became a thing. <laughs> That that few months though, 
once we kind of started to realise that you weren't going to be able to find a job fairly easily. Oh, back in March. You sort mean? of back in February, March, yeah. Mm. What what was, can, can you share what that was like? Can you tell people what that was like for you? Well, there was a lot of concern because at that stage, you know, because we, we'd actually calculated how long the yeah. redundancy um, income would would allow us. Um, so it appeared to be right at the time where, okay, well, I really probably can't go much further along hmm. like this. Um, I'm going to need to get something fairly quickly now. Uh, then all of a sudden, oh, no, I can't get anything for the for the time being at least. All these ads that I was looking at, they're not hiring anymore, they've stopped or That's right. Or the you know, things I'm looking for are not available at this point. Um so it was it was a mix actually because it was a mix of um because I remember at the start you you struggled quite a lot with the thought or the idea of what was about to happen with social isolation and, yeah. and quarantine and all of that. Whereas I looked at it as more of a, well, it's not just happening to me. So I think if I got to March and we didn't have a global pandemic and I came now, I'm at the end of May, nearly into June, and I still didn't have anything going on, I'd be sort of, oh, I'm hopeless. I'm, yeah. There's something wrong with me. Whereas for me, I can look at the fact that and I was looking at the fact, well, this is happening to everyone. It's not just happening to us. It's not something that anyone's done wrong. It's just uh, now we've just got to hold on and and go for the ride and see where it takes us, you know. Mm. So I didn't get down on myself, but there was a lot of uh, feeling of, well, what are we going to do now? Mm. But at the same time, I was relieved in a way because I knew that my daughter had to stay home and... So, in a way, I looked at it as, oh, well, I'm exactly where I need to be right now hmm. because I need to now focus on her until they're able, she's able to go back to school full-time. Yeah, unfortunately, we were able to... I guess there, I guess there was some... You, you didn't find work immediately, which was caused by the ten- pandemic, but also built into the pandemic was some things that we were able to take advantage of financially to kind of help us through that process so that was always that was that was handy and i guess hopefully other people have managed to do that and take advantage of that but speaking of that i mean one of the things you expressed to me and i think it's a common probably a common i think maybe a common feeling amongst people generally speaking when they lose jobs but equally in this instance which is that idea of i'm not earning money for the first time in your adult life yeah that's right you're not you're not earning money you're not bringing and and yes. that sense of Identity. Identity and purpose and meaning that having a job and earning money and, mm. and the financial independence and the ability to provide. You know, one of the things, as you quite rightly said, that really challenged me, and I've spoken about this, I think, on the catch-up things that we've done, was the day that I walked into our local supermarket and there was no meat in the meat section. There was no chicken. There were no sausages. There was nothing. The only thing that had a good supply of meat was the seafood section because apparently a lot of people don't like fish. Um, But there was about a third of the fruit and vegetables that there normally is. All of the pasta was gone. All of the bread was gone. You did mention that in the last... Yeah. And and so 
you know, it was this real almost panic of how am I going to feed my kids? How am I going to... And your wife. <laughs> the, the wife will be okay. <laughs> she can last for a couple of months. <laughs> she, she's got a little bit. She's bit got of a padding. little bit. Of, we both. Let's be fair. We both got a little bit extra. Hey, hey, hey! Don't put me in your category. <laughs> but um, but you know, like literally, uh, and this was at the stage when we were still going to school every day. You know how what 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 is school lunch going to look like? Like a very real. Fear, you know, there was nothing. But we didn't have to worry for too long because all of a sudden the kids were home. (laughs) Well, all of a sudden the kids were home. Didn't matter what we fed them. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have to set them with anything nutritious. (laughs) I think we've eaten our body weight in like small packets of chips in the last couple of months. Um, But no, we haven't. Yes, we have. (laughs) This one over here may have. Excuse me, Cheezel's Queen. (laughs) I know. I've I've discovered this really great love of Cheezel's. I buy like two. Two six pack bags and they got in a day and a half. I think that's what I'm going to come out of in this whole of this whole oh, thing. orange. <laughs> well, cheezels. I've never. I, like I've had them at kids' parties when I was little, but I've never really worried about them. They're one of those foods. And then all that... of a sudden, I had them while we've been here. You bought them one night. I was like, cheezels are amazing. <laughs> so now I'm a, I'm a little bit addicted to them. One of the foods that you eat that you go, these are awesome. Why don't I eat these more often? But you never buy them for yourself. Well, I'm eating them more often I, now. I, I buy them for you. I know. <laughs> I understand. So it. that's what that's what I'm bringing out of uh, out of this whole experience. An, addic- <laughs> an addiction to cheesels. Addiction to cheesels. I don't even know. Did they have cheesels overseas? I'm not entirely sure. I think I they think, do. No, I think cheesels are an Aussie thing. Uh, Google cheesels if you're in um, all of our Louisville people. Trap and and Laura, everywhere else, everyone else, just Google Cheezels. You'll, you'll love them. C H E, C H E E Z E L S. They just like that. Google them. They can't eat them. They yeah, just know, look at the photo see. and go, "Oh, they look good." Yeah. Anyway, they, they taste even got, better. They probably got them overseas. Anyway, I think we've uh, digressed. Yes. But, <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, that's, I better go get some now. Actually, yeah, you're making think, me want. Thank goodness we got. Have you got? Did you buy them today? Yes. Yeah, of course you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess that that's that's that was a challenge, and I mean, I, I noticed that in you, and um, we talked off air, and you said, "I don't want to talk about this because it's silly, but I'm going to make you talk about it anyway." Well, here we go. See, I told you. What's he going to make I, me share? I guess that. <laughs> The importance of this and the thing that we talk a little bit about through these episodes, one of the things we want to do with these podcast episodes is not only talk about the issue, but talk about how we've managed that and what we do to manage it and how we how we support ourselves through it. And um, for me, I'm I'm probably much very much about doing the stuff for the page, um, and and also I'm a big fan of documentaries, and I watch those. I've been watching the. The Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Ride, and and another one called The Dark Side of the Ring, which is a, a wrestling series on um on SBS here. What about the punk rock one? The punk watch? rock one, yeah, punk um, on SBS on demand as well. That was fantastic. Um, but you've had the TV show Awkward, which is from <laughs> about five or six years ago, um, two thousand eleven, I think it first aired on on, on MTV. And that's one of the things that you said, and I think a lot of people would get this and understand this, is that you, you stop, it, it takes you away. You, you, don't, you mm. get to kind of escape from the world for a couple of... Well, our daughter asked me the other day, Mum, why do you always watch this awkward show? And it was a show that Adam and I had discovered back in 2011 on mm. MTV, and we just sort of got... It's a, 
teeny, it's a teenage, teenage drama, melodrama, drama comedy and, type and, deal. And if anybody that knows me knows that I still live in my teenage years, in my head. Summer school. Yes. Yeah, so, so I um, so that sort of thing I get quite uh, interested in. So I found the whole the whole series the other day on Stan, I think it was. So I started watching it and I got quite involved in it and I've been watching it ever since. And not 24 hours a day because obviously there's other things. you got to sleep for about six to, of them. So no, no, no. 18. It's not like that. Oh, you eat as I'm well, a, occasionally go to the toilet. So I'm a homeschool teacher now. All right, 14 hours a day. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, so... Our daughter asked me, you know, why do you watch it? And I said, well, actually, I'll tell you why. It's because for that period of time, I can sit and just watch this show and get in, engrossed in that and probably think back to when I was a young person as well and what I would have done and, and that type of thing. But then not having to think about all the jobs I've got to do, not having to think about all the housework at at that point in time or not having to worry about have I heard back from from all these jobs that I'm applying for that, that they've got things on hold at the moment. That type of thing um, allows you to just switch off and, and forget about anything that you might be stressed about. And you do that with documentaries is your big thing to do that, like you just said. But that's the reason why you do it. Um, and so... Yeah, so that's why. I mean, it's it sounds like you you're lazy if you just sit and watch watch uh, episodes of TV shows day after day after day. And as I said, it's not happening day after day after day. But any time I want to, if I feel stressed or I feel like I've achieved something that day, so I can just give myself some time out, I'll sit down yeah. and watch watch my latest favorite teenage drama. <laughs> Until it finishes, and then I'll you... find the next teenage <laughs> drama. <laughs> um, and and that and I guess that's the key to this for people that are listening. Um, I think we've talked about before that we like watching the Golden Girls. I love the Golden Girls. Yeah, so we've been doing that a if little bit. As anybody well. that has anybody that has the opportunity to access old episodes of the Golden Girls, if you're here in Australia, it's on Stan. Um, and we don't get paid for any of these plugs. These are just things that we watch, but it's on Stan. And the stuff that they say and do, like these people are now like your parents are, well, our parents' ages in that show. Yeah, because we're old now. Yeah, I know. Mm. I was thinking that as you were talking hey, about Hey, we, we'll be golden girls soon. We better well, far out. I'll be Stan. <laughs> um, well, that's what I was, see, this is what I was thinking when you're talking about the teenage drama thing. This is how I know I've gotten old. Back in the day, I would have found, like when I was a teenager myself, I would have found the teenage characters hot. Now I'm going like, oh, the mum is hot. <laughs> that's that's sure sign I've gotten old. But um, but yeah, I mean, and it, and you know, it's a TV like that where you can turn. I prefer something, and I don't watch every single documentary, but there's certain ones that I know I'm going to love. I'm going to love sport ones. I'm going to love music ones. Um, ones where I can sit and listen to people who are creative or who have achieved, who have you know done something substantial with their life so um it's either from i think the difference in us is yours is about escape mine is about learning or being inspired um because 
that's what the Golden Girls is. It's t- uh, 20 minutes of escape. We know we're going to laugh for 20 minutes, you know. Mm. Um, and that's what, as you said, Awkward or My Mad Fat Diary, which we watched before that mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's about a couple, an hour, half another an hour, 45 teenage. minutes, another teenage <laughs> drama. <laughs> oh. But it is about escape for that period of time. Mm. Distraction, it's switching off. And, you know, the thing is, is um, and, and for those of you that know us, you know, we don't take, we don't drink, we don't, we're not drug takers, we're not gamblers. Um, we don't smoke. We don't smoke. We don't smoke pot. All I do is eat chocolate. We eat chocolate. We eat far too much food. And, no, um, no. Oh, yes, we do. Come on, you, you do. Listen, Jesus Queen. <laughs> You're going to be more orange than Donald Trump soon. Um, but but you know this is one of those things that we use as a. As a coping mechanism, you know, something, and it's one of the things that we've talked about in our social media posts, which well, is about laughing. It's about escaping. Mm. Put your favourite TV show on and, and laugh for 20 minutes an hour. And the thing is, I find in my own self, day after day, that I'm, I am an overthinker anyway, and I think <laughs> no, <laughs> a lot about everything and think of all the ramifications of everything that might happen, everything that could go wrong, everything that could go right, how's it all going to plant? And then three hours after How the conversation's finished, but do you think, do you think that this is going to happen? Oh, stop it. We've already so, talked about that. So, so do you think? Stop it. You've just woken all the dogs up in the neighbourhood. <laughs> um, the, the way that I can stop myself from thinking for a while is to, put, to do something like that, is yeah. to just have some escape. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's super important, and I think for the people that are listening out there, they get that opportunity to... Um, you get the opportunity to explore what works for you in terms of managing your mental health and your well-being, mm. you know, explore. And something else that has been working for us, given that we're not just people that lay around on the lounge watching teenage drama and eating cheesels, we've also been doing... We mostly are. We've also been doing a lot. Go on. <laughs> we've also been doing a lot of walking and yeah. a lot of... Yeah, would you like to share that part of our well, life? Well, we've said this. <laughs> we've said this. Said that our life. We've said this um, a couple of times, and and one of the real benefits, or one of the real things we've noticed is, um, we go out. We're able to walk. We're able to leave the house at five o'clock, and even though it's getting dark now, um, we posted a video on the social media pages yesterday about with. Um, the lights on at our local oval, and on the weeknight at a local oval, the lights are on until about seven thirty. And the other night, it was quite mild. It was quite nice. The lights it were wasn't on, freezing like it is. Tonight. No, we were able to go down and kick a ball and walk around the oval and and just enjoy that time and space. And the beauty of it is, you know, it's you know can finish work here at five o'clock. I can have my shoes on. We can be out the door by you know five past ten past five. We're at the Oval by quarter past. It's only a five-minute walk, five, ten-minute walk from our house. And we have that half an hour, still be back here by six o'clock, cook dinner, and, and, and have our nighttime routine not terribly interrupted. Hmm. Um, Whereas if you're coming home in the traffic and in, on a usual day, like if you're going to do before and after yeah. this stuff, yep. it, it impacts on it, on and, the time you can spend. And typically, you know, the, the time that I'm getting up and getting out of bed and showering and turning my computer on to go to work is normally the time I'm leaving for work. So we're up at 
6, 6.30, getting people organised, getting ourselves organised, and then getting to work and travel and all those sorts of things, whereas now it's it's we don't have to do that. So there's lots to like and lots to keep in this process as well. But yeah, we walking is our thing as a family, and we noticed particularly in that first couple of weeks um, that you know we were spending a lot of time inside, and particularly our little one who normally would be at parks and out with the, you know vis- we'd be visiting people. All of that and running was, around, yeah, and all of that sporting was, activities, and even just the general day to day at school, you mm. know, all of that was taken away in an instant. You know, parks were, were taped off, and and we weren't allowed to. So, walking and and just that ability to walk down to the park was incredible for us, and and really was and kick a ball around, yeah, a saving grace. But but we also noticed that lots of other people did that too, and we saw we saw rollerbladers. And I even was talking to my mum tonight and I said, you know, one of the things that I've seen that I haven't seen at any stage when I've been walking around our neighbourhood is kids building dirt ramps to jump BMX bikes off. I don't even know if they still call them BMX bikes now. I don't even know. (laughs) Of course. But, you know, that's been an incredible... That's what I mentioned in one of the Facebook posts that I said the other day. An incredible um, byproduct of this whole process is that and I, and I made the comment on again on a social media post a, a few weeks back that there's a privilege and a sadness to this, and the, one of the you know there's good and there's bad sides of this. Yes, the negative is is that you know there's a, a been a huge upturn in in mental health, um, re- people reporting mental health issues to GPs. Yes, there's an estimate that the suicide rate is going to jump up fairly significantly, but. Um, we've had the opportunity to, as you said, spend the last few months at home as a family to reconnect, to save some money. Um, you know, we've had some, like car registration has come up recently and, and actually kind of have the money to pay for it and I don't have to find the money, it's there. And it's been nice to do that. It's been nice to be at home spending time with our child, to be here every day, to be able to have lunch as a family every day. <clears throat> you know, have dinner at a reasonable hour where, you know, we still then have time after dinner to do things. All of those things have just been really fantastic. So the challenge now, as we said at the top, um, is about we're going to, it's now, we're now entering into the after zone. Mm. Um, And what do we keep? I like spending a lot of t- I, like for example and we're having these discussions at the, the, the moment I was never a fan of working for home because I always believed in separation home is home work is work I don't want to work from home we're now making plans to, to convert part of our garage into a home office yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, because I really love working from home and I really enjoy it and I know I can do it I know I'm capable of doing it and, and it'll be even better when you know, our daughter goes back to school. There's just that, you know, just to be honest, there's less distraction then. Um, so there is going to be that clear amount of time where we're able to, you know, be able to work without, you mm. know, dad, I'm hungry, dad can have an apple, dad, or just even... But you, know. you will be available to to be with her when you'd normally be getting home at six o'clock at night. Yeah. You're going to be with her. I'll be here when she gets back in the afternoon. Mm. I can have a little break from work, talk to her for five, ten minutes. How was your day, darling? Go back, finish what I need to do. Okay, we'll go for a walk when Daddy's finished work. So that's going to be really fantastic. Um, but I'm going to be working. I'm, you know, I'm, I'd love to be able to work from home a couple of days a week. 
mm. and workplaces where, and we were talking about this the other day, where traditionally that has been a privilege to be earned after proving yourself, so to speak. We now got workplaces. I think you will almost expect people to work at home. There was a, a big announcement from Facebook today that, that for the foreseeable future, that majority of their workforce will continue to work from home. Well, I think there's been a realization that it is, it is possible. People are able to do that. Yep. Because um, I think there's been a, an idea that people can't be trusted to work from home in the past, and you know there would be some people out there that can't be trusted to work from home, you know. No. But for the for the general population um, that have had the opportunity to work from home, I mean, we've talked about that there's there's some people that haven't been haven't been afforded that opportunity yeah. and then yeah. you've also got essential workers as, as well. I think I, I spoke to a, a girl the other day and she said, I've been working the whole time and all my friends are talking about all this time they've had off and I just want a holiday, you know, because <laughs> she's been – Flat chat from the very beginning. So, um, but, uh, you know, I can't even think what I was saying then. (laughs) Don't you hate it when that happens? Just just distract yourself. I've just gone blank. I think think the idea is, though, that we've got this extra space. We've had this extra time. We now know that working, as you said, working from home, the idea was that, you know, people weren't able to do it or would take advantage of it or abuse that privilege. Um, And I think employers now are actually seeing that it is really possible. Mm. Um, It's really beneficial. Um, It may change the way workplaces look and feel in Mm. terms of, um, you know, I mean, for example, I mean, even though we've had, you know, um, some fairly significant easing in restrictions, um, my workplace, for example, is still talking about having to manage people's return to work and how many people will be able to be in the office space and, you know, distance of cubicles away from each other and perhaps staggering so half people are in one one day, half are in another day um, and not having too many people in the one space together. So, you know, it, it's going to change the way that workplaces are structured. It's going to change the way that we work. And, yeah, there'll be certain jobs that you can't do from home, but there's going to be a hell of a lot. Like we drove to Crow's Nest the other day and it was fantastic. It was a 45-minute a trip that took 45 minutes, mm. you know, on the Sydney roads in the morning. And even though it was a little bit later in the morning, it still would normally take an hour and a half to make that trip. Yeah, that's right. You know, so the commutes to work have been better. You know, the petrol prices are still reasonably low, but I haven't put petrol in my car for nearly, for over two months now. And I'm st- and I'm and I need to soon, but it's been incredible that I just haven't had to do that. And I think moving forward, I mean, we'll all understand. I mean, I think there's going to be a big flurry of people just wanting to go out and have dinner and go out and be social again. But I think we'll all understand that there's a real joy in being at home and there's an ability to spend time with your family. And this idea of we don't need to go out and be busy all the time. We can actually just sit in the lounge room and watch DVDs or draw pictures or play hide and seek. Back to the to the uh, watching TV, Jesus. Well, but but that was our life for six. Well, having movie days and and yeah, yeah, making it. Well, one of the things that we've spoken about, and I guess one of our our shortfalls financially, is that you know we we do eat out a little bit, 
And that's something that we've curbed. Well, not just eating out, but you find if you if you go out all weekend, you go into the shops and you go into different, mm-hmm. you end up buying little bits and pieces that you don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. Um, that all of a sudden, or you, you know, you've spent, you've gone out thinking you're going to spend, you know, forty bucks maximum, and you've spent over a hundred mm-hmm. just on bits and pieces. And oh, I'll, that looks good. I'll have that, and I'll have this, and I'll have that. And then so. What happens is by the time you get round to your next payday, you sort of go, well, I've got a lot less than what I mm. had anticipated. And I think that's a big change for what for what we've seen is because we haven't been able to go out every weekend to our, and do our usual, you know, going to, mm. you know, trampoline parks and yeah, yeah. wherever it costs money all the time. Yeah. Um, and, and that's you, made an if impact. You, if you do that pretty cheaply, I mean, as you said, you know, the, the entry to that might be $10. Yeah. But then there's the cup of coffee and the hot chocolate that we have to have. Mm. And then there's, can we have afternoon tea, Dad? And then there's this and then there's that. And can we have lunch? And now, all, as you say, all of a sudden we've spent 100 bucks. Mm. Um, you know, a trip to the, to the movies. And I'm actually looking forward to a trip back to the cinema. Mm. But, you know, for our family, that trip to the cinema is $100. Mm. You know. And I read a, a, a poll today where they said, you know, 81% of people in this particular poll have said, no, they would love for major release movies to be streamed, be able to watch it in their own home. Mm. So, you know, it, and that's happening now. Mm. You know, some of these big release movies were rushed through to streaming services and video on demand services because, you know, they'd made them, they had just been released at the cinema and bang, all of a sudden, you know, there's no cinema, <laughs> so they've got to make money back on the movie. So they've got to put them out into the streaming services or into the video on demand services. And I think it's really important once the restrictions are lifted and we're able to go out um, to restaurants and cafes and and clubs and pubs and mm. hotels. I think that's important to support um, those businesses in your yeah. local area to get them built up again. Yeah, but. At the same time in saying that, I know that we will probably scale back a fair amount on what we would normally go out and spend. Like some weekends, depending on what was happening for us, we would go out, we'd buy something for lunch out and then we'd have plans with our friends of an evening to go out for dinner that night. And, you know, you you realise, you don't realise that you're spending all the money that you are. At least, most weekends, at least two weekends, uh, two meals a weekend. Out, mm. you know. So I think um, moving forward, when we're going into the after period, if you're wanting to say before and after, yeah. Um, I think everybody needs to have, take something out of this period that we've had. Mm. Um, something good that's come out of it uh, that you would want to carry on into What's the that? future. What's that for you? Um. Well, I think for us personally, like I've just said, like we're going to spend more time at home and we know that even if we go and we go swimming in the morning with our daughter or we mm. take her to a trampoline park, we don't then have to spend... We come home, have we lunch. We can come home, have some lunch and go out again and, mm. you know, we can... And then we could we can afford to go for dinner that night or something like that if we've had mm. a lunch at home during the day or, or you know, that type yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah. And um, I really also think that businesses and employers can take the time to look at the benefits of working from home yeah. because that has allowed 
us to be able to reconnect with each other and mm. provide the support to our daughter that we wanted to mm. always provide. And we're not running around like crazy. And, you know, I know that you and I, we thought, geez, we're going to have to be stuck together for how many months? Mm. We're going to have to live together like for 24 hours a day. We're, we're not going to get through that. Mm. But in actual I'm fact, as surprised as anyone we're not divorced at the moment. But in actual fact, we've, we actually have gotten on better for that period of time than we ever have in our whole relationship, I would say. Mm. But I think a lot of it has been that we're no, not... No, we were pretty good for the first couple I of mean, years. I mean, you're a pain in the backside yesterday, but you. the, the other thing of it is we're not... We're not oh, you were a pain in the backside yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I had reasons. You shush. Mm. <laughs> Um, but, you know, overall, we've done quite well. And I think it's because we haven't been under the pressure of mm. we've got to get out the door by this time, we've got to get back by this time, we've got to do this before we have to go to bed. Like, there's so many things that... So, we, for you, it's really just priori- prioritising, you know, the, here's the things that are important, this is the activity that is important. I can be home, I can spend more time at home, yeah. I, I can be more picky and choosy about where I go, what I do, where I spend my money. And, you know, really being more mindful of that, Mm. of that whole situation of like, we don't have to go out a weekend, go shopping, spend money, spend times in, you know, shopping centres and places where... Because oftentimes we'd get to Sunday night and go, oh my God, it's Sunday night already. Like, we haven't had a chance to do anything and we, yeah, Yeah. we're exhausted. Yeah. So, we need need to rethink. Yeah. For me, it's definitely, um, for me, it's definitely the working from home stuff. Um, and, and that has been, like I said, I've always been a big fan of the separation, but now I'm, I really appreciate the fact that we can be, um, in, in this space. Um, I've sort of set up a default office in, uh, in one of our rooms, but that won't be able to, that's not sustainable long term. So we are very seriously looking at converting some of our garage space, which we've always used as storage anyway into a, a working, usable office space, which I think will be really good moving forward. And again, it'll help me to maintain that separation, but it's going to be really nice to just like get out of bed, have a shower, literally walk across the hallway two steps and walk into the office and turn the computer on. That's nice. Like that's actually... And again, like I said, and I keep repeating myself with this, but being able to turn the computer off at five o'clock, put a pair of shoes and socks on, go for a walk. And and again, we'll be at daylight savings before we know it. We'll That's be right. October, November before we know it. Mm. So that summertime is going to be amazing. Having, you know, being able to finish work at five, put shoes and socks on. We still got two hours of light. Mm. You know. Well, if you're going to be working from home for part of your part of your working life, I just must uh, share a story. With my dad. My dad had a had a period he's retired now but he had a period of working from home as well and he had he had already set up an office and everything at home and the one of the the first week that he had was starting work from home my mum went into the office to see how he was going and he had a pair of underwear like his undies on and a tie he said, I'm working from home. So I had to put a tie on so I looked like I was a bit formal. So he had undies and a, and a, and a tie and that was his working from home. Oh, goodness me. A tie. So, like, don't think about that. That You can you can dress yourself before you go. 
You know, I was actually thinking the other day, I've got to go into our physical office space on Monday and, and collect some things, um, just do some, get some, some paperwork. Well, don't go in there in your undies. I thought about it, but I haven't put on proper adult clothes for over two months. I haven't seen my inside of my office space for two, over two months. Mm. Um, I haven't physically, in person, seen another human from my workplace for over two months so it's going to be really weird um, and I got a little list of instructions sent back to me today well don't forget you've got to do this and you have to have your temperature taken as you come in and you have to sanitise everything you touch before you leave and it's like wow okay fair enough I might buy a hazmat suit between now and then and wear that into, <laughs> into the space as well but uh, that, again that's before and after you know who would have ever thought that you'd be walking into your office and having to get your temperature taken mm. you know Never, never in a million years that I think that was going to be a, an option. All right, before we go, we've we've covered off a fair amount of stuff, but I do like to finish on a, you know, what is your number one tip for managing your mental health or your kids' mental health over the next couple of months as the restrictions ease and we start to get back into the after part of this process what's what would be your one thing you really think people should focus on silence doesn't work on a podcast you need to use your words (laughs) i'm going to throw that uh question back to you um like a ping pong ball you know i one of the things i've kind of been touching on and uh, i think i mentioned this on the catch-up stuff i was um fiddling around with um, uh, an app that was put out by, I think it was Beyond Blue, uh, called Anchored. And it's kind of a nautical theme, which appeals to me because I love the sea and the ocean and cruising and things like that. But um, it was very much about mindfulness and setting goals. And the big part of uh, people that have recovered from mental health issues understand that a big part of that is about setting goals, finding meaning, having purpose in your life. Um, and living a life that has, a, 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 like I said, well, a purpose to it. Um, mindfulness, I think, is very underrated um, in terms of um, how we live our lives. Um, watching the, the the Last Dance, which is the Michael the Chicago Bulls documentary on, on Netflix at the moment, they were talking about Michael Jordan's almost superhuman ability to live in the moment, and he won his. They won the sixth championship as the the all conquering nineteen nineties Bulls, the third, the second of the three peats. And a reporter said to Michael Jordan, and I'm paraphrasing here, but a reporter said to Michael Jordan, "You know what's the plans now?" And Jordan's response was, "Just enjoy this. Don't worry about what's happening tomorrow. Enjoy this. We just won the NBA championship. Let's enjoy this." And to me, that's what mindfulness is. You know experiencing this moment they say that we spend 50% of our lives either thinking about the past or the future and not enough time actually experiencing the moment that you're in and enjoying that moment you're in so rather than think about what's going to happen in next year and next season enjoy the moment that you have right now that you have just won a championship or enjoy you know so being mindful for me is about and, and it ties in with the gratefulness stuff that we do uh, the, gratitude, the gratitude stuff um, gratitude is about appreciating the things that you have in your life and that is very much what mindfulness is as well focusing on that so you know for you switching off your brain and and focusing on awkward 
is shutting out all the other things. You're not thinking about the other things in your world. Um, Can I just add, now you've, you've I've thought about it a little bit. Yeah, but hang on. Let, okay. me, let me finish my, my okay. line of thought. Um, exercise is also that for me. It's not only the physical release of all the chemicals, but it's also I can just walk around and I can actually just focus on walking. And I can listen to a podcast and focus on that, or I can focus on... Some days I don't even turn music or anything on. I just listen to the sounds of my neighbourhood as I walk around it. Um, so it's... I, I think, for me, the one thing I'd say to people going forward is be mindful. Sit and focus on your world. Appreciate the moments that you're in. Understand that we just lived through one of the most amazing periods of human history that we've ever had and something that none of us have ever lived through. And that this is a chance to stop and actually, you know, as the cliche goes, smell the roses. That's what I'm going to say, mindfulness. Is it my turn now? Your turn now, go on. It is my turn now. Um, (laughs) Something that I have over many, many years, probably from quite young actually, I would get to Fridays and I'd be like, right, when are we going to do this weekend? You Mm. know, And, and so every... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I had to be busy. I had to have something going on. Um, I had to be going to the shops or I had to be going out with friends or I had to be doing something. Mm. And that's then translated into our life with our f- mm. as a family. We're, every weekend we had something. Do you want to something. see what so-and-so is doing on Sunday? Let's go yeah, to this it's, place. Well, yeah. We've got to do this and we've got to do yeah. that. And well, it's good. We want to be able to see our friends and family now because we yeah, haven't we seen them for a while. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know times where if we didn't go anywhere or if we didn't do anything on a weekend, you I'd like get to the end of the anything. weekend and go, oh, that was a waste. Mm. We didn't do anything. Mm. But to look at it from a different perspective and go, well, you know, but even in that time, like still utilising that time to do something like, you, you know, fix something up around the house or utilising that time instead of going, oh, I'll do that later, I'll do that later, take that time to do that and then feel like you've achieved that at the end. And still feel it on a Sunday, even if you spent all weekend working in your house on your odd jobs, mm-hmm. not feeling on a Sunday night, oh, God, all I did was work on the, you know. I've wasted my time. I should have done all this other We stuff. should have been going out and going yeah. and doing other things. So that's where I think our my mind would need to shift in terms of, you know, if we if we do spend time at home over the weekend, that it's not a waste of time. That we're actually using it productively. Mm. Mm. And and it built into that as you were talking about that. I was thinking about, um, you know, something that my mum used to say to me when I was a kid, which is, you know, don't wish your life away. Don't, you know, and that's kind of where I thought you were going at the start there, which is, mm. you know, don't spend so much time thinking about the thing that's going to happen down the track or, or you know, planning your whole weekend and getting to a point where you go, oh, hang, hang, I didn't actually have a chance to stop. Um, mm. I didn't actually have a stop, you know, and, and talking about the homeostasis thing before, it's my, guess, thought on it, feeling on it is, you know, homeostasis is about balance. It's a physical, you know, it's being, it's, for example, your temperature being regulated, it's balanced on a constant level. Um, sometimes when you spend a whole weekend out doing a whole range of other things, you've had a big week at work, you just want to go out and see your friends or go out and, you know, fill up your weekend with action, you don't actually give yourself the chance to stop and get back into balance. And as you said, some of that is about 
staying at your house and cleaning out under your lounges or vacuuming your floors or fixing up your linen cupboard, whatever it is that you have to do, just bringing that, giving yourself a chance to stop and pause and reset and get back into balance. Mm. Mm, Very important. I think we've covered it. I think we're done. We're done. Yeah, we're done. It's pretty good. You happy with that? I believe so. Okay, good. I'm nice. I'm warm now. I've got, I've got about four blankets on me, and I'm not cold anymore. So that worked. Yeah. Well, you have to stay there because if you move, you're going to get cold again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I feel like an old nana with all the little, <laughs> little rugs on my lap. <laughs> okay, you can go and eat cheesels now. Oh, I'm not eating cheesels at this time of night. No, I'll be up all night. Don't lie to me. You know you're going to eat cheesels now. All right, thank no, you, Barbie. Think she will. No, thank you, Barbie. He, he's the one with no willpower. <laughs> I'm definitely going to go and eat some cheese. See? Now. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bye. See you next time. Hello, folks. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of our podcast. Uh, before I go, could I please ask uh, just a couple of small favours? Number one, uh, we would very much, as we said at the start, love for you to review this podcast. And, of course, please share this podcast. Um, the reviews help us to... Uh, help other people to see what this podcast is about and of course the sharing helps us to get our message out there we don't have any money so we're really relying on uh, social media to be able to spread this message Uh, equally if you listen to this podcast now we do a warning at the start but if you listen to this podcast and anything uh, triggered for you or it made you think about your own mental health or well-being or someone who you loves mental health or well-being please Uh, take steps to help to either manage that yourself or to support someone to manage their mental health Uh, if you do feel like you are need to talk to somebody uh, and you can't talk to friends or family please go and see your gp or of course you can call beyond blue on 1300 224636 men's line australia on 1300 789978 lifeline on 13 11 14 or, of course, the Kids Helpline on 1-800-55-1800. If you or someone that you love is in immediate danger, please call triple O. Uh, but at the very least, please um, find a way to manage your mental health and your mental health conditions, and please support the people that you love to manage their mental health and mental health conditions. And again, if something you've heard today triggers for you, please go and seek um, some support uh, immediately to manage your mental health condition, whether that's one of the helplines we just mentioned or the GP. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.